0: Baby, we in here, yeah, we in here. We been. Y'all better get comfortable with saying black. We in here,
1: yeah, we in here. Cause. Black versus the Board of Education.
2: Yeah, we
0: That's why we are indeed a whole mood. That's it one time for the one time can you hit me one more time with the with the air horns because we're doing way too much today we are actually hitting our 100th show today go ahead and pull up melissa please um it is it is just <laughs> like that because like it's i looked at the document i'm like oh snap it's it's episode 100 i, I don't know where all the time went but it's it's been time well spent what's up melissa we're gonna start with you go ahead and introduce yourself
1: hi everyone my name is melissa i am a senior uh in high school in southern california and i'm really excited for today's episode
0: and melissa has been with me for all three years um and so we hit our 100 show girl hey 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 uh sir what's good
3: uh hello my name is Jalen. Um, I want to send a, uh, some love out to my guy Adrian. Uh, he's under the weather, but he told me that he 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 with us.
0: Oh, he with us? <laughs> he
3: said he's with us in spirit. <laughs> so, shout out, Adrian. Not man. in spirit.
0: Oh, he said he's with us. <laughs> Miss ma'am, go ahead and introduce yourself. I don't know what's going on me right either.
4: now. Uh, hey, it's your girl Keela. Uh, I'm doing really good, and. I'm excited for this topic. Are you excited? You know, I'm okay. ready to talk. Cap. I guess ready to listen. Okay, Cap. ready to be there. Oh, <laughs> stop it. Sorry. Anyways,
0: gentlemen, uh, let's start with you. Go ahead.
2: My come on, here.
0: come on, come on closer. Come on closer.
2: My name's Carlos, I'm happy to be here, and I'm okay. You okay? That's a solid. Not bad. Not good.
0: Okay. My name's
5: Sherman, and I'm like Carlos. I'm like in the middle. I'm okay.
2: Okay.
0: Um, well, my name is Miss Lori and I'm the captain of the ship. I am doing okay. I'm just a lot like overly tired. Yeah. I don't know if it's the weather. weather. I don't know if it's working all weekend. I don't know what it is, but I'm extremely tired today. It's that weather. It's the weather. Oh, Lord. Yeah. Y'all just don't know. So this Saturday, we had the opportunity to give uh, back to the community um, as a team in partnership with uh, the El Grove Police Department. And I want to say Council Member Robles and... Um, some ben- beneficiary, I'm sorry, some donors from our community, we were able to give out 102 turkeys and 90 gift cards. Mm. Um, mm. And mm. so it, 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 it was smooth, though, it right? Was, it Wasn't was it good. a smooth?
3: Man, it was so easy.
0: It was easy. Yeah,
3: because, like. like, everybody knew what they were supposed to do, yeah. and there was no problem.
0: And we got our dance on me and Kima and Ms. Lisa. We had a great time. So shout out to everybody who who drove through because we didn't yeah. let them get out the car. But shout out to everybody who drove through um, and came and spent a little bit of time with us, uh, including our um, friend, school board, president of Compton Unified, Denzel Perry, came with his three-pack uh, in tow. So shout out to them. Uh, what what was that? Um, TJ or J- TJ? What Ty? And then it was Ryan and then uh, John, uh, Mr. Hooper, who's running for school board in Compton as well. He Hello. graced us with his presence. So shout out to them out and to chief them. for being a one. Um he, he was putting turkeys in the car himself, along mm-hmm. with assistant chief Paul and um, our other friends. And I can't remember everybody's name and I'm not going to even try because I'm tired. So that's that. So today, y'all, we are talking about rejection. This is our part five of our mindfulness series. Um, Jalen, do you have the definition of rejection so we can get the party started?
3: Yes, I have two. Um, okay. One, mean, the on. dismissing or refusing of a proposal or an idea, and mm-hmm. then the other one is the spurring of a person's affections. Ooh, mm.
0: the spurning of a person's affections. We mm. all got it, right? Um, and be- before we actually popped on, we happened to talk about, uh the Diddy situation. Um and, and I, I misinterpreted what was being said because somebody missed the bucket and this guy said did he? And I thought he said <laughs> Diddy. And so we got into a whole conversation about Diddy. And I'm hoping that we can actually talk about triggers next week. Um and include jealousy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. All right. So that let's mm. put that on your in your cap and and hold it right there because we are going to talk triggers next week and that will be the conclusion of our mindfulness series. So part six. So I'm gonna just start it off. How can young people navigate the emotions of rejection and use them as opportunities for personal
4: growth?
3: Shucks, we starting it hot. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Oh,
0: come All on, right. Jalen. How um. how can we how can we use those uh? Emotions of rejection for personal growth.
3: You got to take, you got, come on gang. (laughs) (laughs) You got to take, um, you got to take an L as not a loss, but a lesson. Um,
0: Okay. Turn that L from a loss to a lesson. Okay. And then you have
3: have to be able to um, make sure that you don't have your emotions. You got to think about it with not the emotional Aspect of it because you're going to get rejected That's not going to be the first time It's not going to be the last time Mm -hmm. You get rejected in life Uh, When it comes to people When it comes to opportunities When it comes to things like that Um, So you have to be able to Be able to push on
0: Let me ask y'all this Before you pop in Because it looked like you ready to go Um, (laughs) What type of emotions are associated with rejection?
2: Shucks, okay Oh Like core emotions?
0: Yeah what do you think? Give me one. Um sadness. Sadness. Melissa, what you got? Fear. 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 Okay. Whoa. Um distraught. Okay.
3: Disappointment.
0: hmm Carlos, you got one? Lost. Lost? Even... Lost. Yeah. Okay. Anybody else? You got know. another one? What about depression? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a big one. I know a lot of people take rejection personally. And that can have them spiral mm-hmm. uh, if yeah. they're not getting enough positive affirmations. You know, some of those rejections oh, could have anxi- anxiousness. Anxiousness, yeah, 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 anxiety. Oh, yeah. So, did you have? Did you want to pop in there before I tell you the list of types of rejection? No, I
5: want to hear the. the okay. Types.
0: So the type of rejection. So there's social rejection. This occurs when individuals feel excluded or unaccepted in social situations. Um, romantic rejection um, In the realm of dating Individuals experience rejection when a romantic Interest does not reciprocate Right and then there's Job or career rejection you know you apply For them jobs that you're really excited about And they're like yeah no <laughs> You yeah. not it not it not it yeah. Academic rejection students may encounter Rejection in the academic realm Such as receiving a low grade not being Accepted into desired program or Facing academic probation Happened to me Oh, me too. Me too. Creative rejection. These are artists, writers, and people don't think their ideas are good. So mm-hmm. that uh, family rejection, family dynamics can sometimes lead to rejection where individuals may feel alienated or disapproved of within their own family unit. Their self-rejection, hmm. self-rejection. So uh, individual's own negative perception, self-criticism, and feelings of inadequacy. That makes sense. Huh?
2: I think the family rejection leads into self rejection.
0: Okay. The family rejection leads into self rejection. Okay. Financial rejection individuals may face rejection in financial matters such as loan applications being denied, investment proposals not being accepted, or experiencing financial setbacks. Um, Opportunity rejection, which is missing out on opportunities. And then health related rejection people with health conditions and disabilities may experience rejection in various forms, including social exclusion, discrimination, or lack of understanding. Makes sense. Yeah. So in, in most of these rejections, I think what people tend to focus on is the relational rejections in, in within um, the context of uh, exclusive relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. And so what role do social media play in amplifying the impact of rejection on youth? Melissa.
1: It plays a really big role. I mean, everything that you see on social media, social media, we talk about this a lot. It, it does something to your brain and it makes you desensitized to a lot of things or heightens anxiety surrounding a lot of topics. It doesn't have to just be uh, relationship rejection. It can be any type of, whether it's rejection or, um, people not getting rejected from certain things or getting uh, things that you wish that you had, that kind of ties into jealousy. Which I know you said we'll talk about later, but I feel like it all kind of ties into each other and you can become desensitized or have heightened anxiety. And I know that someone in the room said that um, sometimes the like family rejection could kind of lead to self-rejection. I feel like all of the types of rejection, if you internalize it, can wow. make you feel like you define it and lead to self rejection. I don't think it's just the family rejection. I think all of them can kind of lead to you internalizing the feeling.
0: Yeah, and I think about social media. When people don't get likes on their pictures, is that that is that now seen as rejection?
5: It can be. Um, there's a lot of people, um, well, I wouldn't say me because like I don't really worry about likes, but I know there's a lot of people If they don't reach this word count I mean this like count Then like they They'll take it in It's like real personal So I think so
3: I think it's more If you don't get the like From the person That you want the like from Mm. Oh
4: I think it's Everything Yeah
3: (laughs) But I But I would say more so Of like Cause you know People post things For certain people Yeah Like you'll post Mm. a picture And you want this person To see it So they can comment On what you posted Really Yes That's the thing So I'm like If this, if the person that I posted this for mm-hmm. does not like or comment on my post, but other people do, it does not matter if there was 100,000 people who commented or if there was two. If that person didn't do it, then that's just the way that it was. It it wasn't intended for you. Oh, that's how it some wasn't intended that. for him? I'm, that's, that's how some people think. I promise
0: you. I've Come had, jump I've had in, i I'm just
4: people. trying to understand. I think, okay, I definitely agree. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, I'm a victim of this, so... what that mean? So, if I didn't get 100 likes in an hour, I would delete my post. Yeah. Oh. Yes. I remember, yeah. Just because I, remember. I feel like... I don't know why I did Y'all see it, huh? No, yeah. <laughs> no, like, you know what
2: I'm saying? Like, <laughs> oh, God, I'm no, sure. no,
4: yeah, and, like, I even have friends now, because now I don't care. It is what it is. Yeah. But, like, I know friends that, like, if, say, for instance, you got over a 1,000 followers on Instagram, right? If you don't get... A certain amount of likes They turn their likes off So you don't get to see How many likes they have
3: I do that off
5: of it. I,
4: Oh yeah, is that I what still people do Yeah people do that I though. have
5: my like count
4: No I have mine on I don't care But like P- some people like they turn their light count on. How you turn the light count off? I don't know how to do that. <laughs> look, look. I'll show you after <laughs> you, this. Episode. You okay.
3: Click, you click them three dots up there, highlight count. No, nobody yeah, or like it.
4: or you could archive oh your gosh. posts and stuff. Like you <laughs> oh, know, know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I definitely archive, archived too, like instead of deleting up archive. Just because if I don't get <laughs> right. <laughs> if I thought this picture was fire nobody else thought it was fire, now I look dumb because Man, social media. I'll social be sad, bro. Like, hey. You know what I'm saying, though? Like, if you get so caught up in social media, and I'm going to speak as a girl, like, just growing up, and, like, obviously, like, there's girls that have, you know, crazy-looking bodies or, like, crazy skin or, like, whatever. But you know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. when you're younger, you don't see it like that. You're just like, oh, this person's grown. Like, you know, you want to be grown as a kid. Or, like, however, like, it's just like, I don't look like that, and it's clearly being shown because that's what people like.
0: Mm. But then it's
4: just like, okay. But, like, I had to learn I don't care about everybody else. but like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Now I don't care. You're going to see how many likes I got. Because it was fire anyways, but. Oh,
0: Carlos wants to jump in here. He keep raising his finger. (laughs)
2: Sorry. It wasn't a a bad thing. Actually, my first opportunity to use social media as a platform, I kind of got shocked because.
0: You're going to have to get a little closer. Uh I'm
2: starting to learn more about black history, certain struggles, certain movements. Uh I'm posting informational stuff that can really help out Uh youth. As yeah. to understanding what their identity is and what contributions we had to civilization itself, right? And before that, I'd get thousands of thousands of likes on a fight, mm-hmm. but to get thirty likes on something that I'm thinking could change the mm-hmm. narrative, uh-huh. and that hurt for a while until I started realizing that that's not supposed to be for positive mm-hmm. stuff. Social media is not supposed to be meant for that. i mm-hmm. would uh-huh. rather see somebody go to jail than see somebody actually get the tools to stay out of jail. Mm. Yeah. Can you answer? Can you ask the question again? Because
3: I had an answer to your question that I wanted to share. Uh,
0: what role does social media play in amplifying the impact of rejection on youth?
3: I think it it plays a big role because now a lot of people are posting the rejection. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. A lot of people post the rejection. Okay,
0: now. talk to me about so that. I don't know what y'all talking about. Let's
3: just say, for example, you try to DM a girl, right? Mm-hmm. And um, she'll screenshot what you said and she'll post it to on all her story. followers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead serious. Sorry, I don't
0: mean to laugh, no, but and, wow. No, okay. and,
3: and that amplifies it because you're like, I hope this is not one of those people who is going it because I maybe she doesn't find me as attractive as all the pe- other people in her DM. Trying to mm-hmm. be like, oh look, <laughs> look guys, this person's in my DMs. Mm-hmm. Mm. You know. If she's nice, though... Hold on real quick.
0: Keep that. Keep that. Because I want to make sure we're getting this. So, Mm -hmm. I asked you guys some characteristics of rejection. What you just explained to me was embarrassment.
3: Oh, yeah. yeah. Definitely.
0: And then I think, Melissa, what you explained to me... What did you say? Oh, my gosh. I had it. It was fear. Fear. You said fear, fear, but then you gave the story. And uh, you, you came back and you made a comment. She
4: said everything ties into everything, like jealousy,
0: what jealousy that's yeah, what i meant yeah. jealousy is another definitely oh, characteristic 100%. 100%. of rejection right so come on i just wanted to make sure we're not losing it because em- embarrassment is a big one embarrassment is like
5: yeah. the biggest one yeah. but i was saying like if girls are nice like they will block like your username your yes <laughs> but you still know that you sent it so it still hurt a little bit yes <laughs> but there's some girls that don't care and they're they gonna post your username mm-hmm. too profile picture and everything and it's so just what like, does that
0: say about you though like like not you but yeah. if if you were on the receiving end of that, what does that say about you to you?
5: It's saying like for me, it's like dang, like you could've just you could' just left it as what it was, like you didn't have to tell everybody you didn't like me, like that's kind of how I feel about it, like the whole world don't gotta know <sighs> no, you
4: think you all yeah. that in a bag of chips, like
3: <laughs> no, yeah,
4: you're not like I hate that though, I hate when girls give bad reps because it's just like, uh like. I don't even know why people decide to do that. Or like I was going to say, like with rejection too, like now there's a close friends story on oh, Instagram and stuff, goodness. right? Yeah. So you like what? The close friends. So like, say for instance, you got oh. a big social media platform, mm-hmm. right? And then like, mm-hmm. you're like, I don't want everybody seeing my business. So I'm going to create a close friend. Like some girls that I knew would literally make a close friends and have one person on it just to like, you know, but post something like crazy or whatever. And then like when they realized that person did not look, like, that's a whole, that's a whole different, another rejection, mm-hmm. embarrassment. Like,
0: I'm trying to follow y'all. No. Be, so you said yeah. she make it close friends, and mm-hmm. it, you can tell whether the close friend looked at it? Yes.
4: yes. So, like, you know when you look on your, like, your story, right? Yeah. Like you post it on your story? uh uh-huh. You could see how whoever, whoever liked via. it, whoever uh-huh. viewed it. So, yeah, if you post close friends, same thing. So, like, you yeah. have a close friend for that one person, and, like, you kind of say it in, like, third person or whatever, uh-huh. and, like, no one looked at it because you. Put I'm up.
0: learning something today. I'm yeah. sorry, y'all. No, like and Miss Tawana, I'm with you, sis. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's
4: what I'm yeah, social media has a huge perception on that because it's just like you could do little features like that. So the fact that that app has it set up like that mm-hmm. is almost like scary because you're on um, you're setting everybody up for rejection. Yep,
3: that's that's really what it is. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Here.
4: Like it's literally for everybody. Like views are important, quote unquote, in social media.
0: Yeah. Okay. So let me. Please. So you're telling me about social media, but how does that impact your relationships in real life?
3: Um, Because a lot of people think what goes on on social media is (laughs) real real life. life. (laughs) Mm. Like
4: that is their reality. Because
3: one, there's a quote that keeps popping up in my head from this one song is who are you when you log off of Insta? Mm. Who are you? Because there's a lot of people who think that like, there's a lot of people who think that they're Famous mm-hmm. on Instagram, but when they're in real life, they're not. They can't talk to nobody. Yeah, you can't talk. You cannot have a hold a
2: conversation. So, is that the same thing as like being in the same room and texting each other?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering how people are interacting. Like, if if social media holds this type of weight, right? Mm-hmm. And then how does that impact the way in which you move about in in you know proximity to real people? Mm-hmm.
3: It. it it changes the way that you do, and like,
0: you can pop in anytime. you
2: know. Yeah, It, 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 it cuts it cut short those personal relationships. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like, what do you mean, go out and get to know each it's other? Closer. We've been. What do you mean, go out and get to know each other? We've been DMing each other for the last whatever. So like having these regular conversations, whether they're good conversations or bad, are not had anymore.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Melissa, what do you think? And, and we got not these questions that Ms. Tawana has. I want you guys to answer them. And yeah. and
1: what he's saying, and that's what messes up relationships. You think you know someone because you follow them on Instagram. You think you know someone because you like all of their pictures or you like their story. But when you meet them in person, they're not. <clears throat> it's like catfishing. You're not meeting the person that they are <laughs> underneath <laughs> the Instagram handle. You're not actually knowing that person. So you Think whether it's like you, st- if you if you started a relationship because you thought you knew this person. And when you actually meet them, they are the biggest piece of trash you will ever meet because right. you don't know anything about them. You know exactly what they want you to know, because that's what they exactly. post. Just
3: talk about it, man.
0: And so Mr. Tawana says, why is it so important to do things for other people? And why do we allow social media to control how we move through life?
3: that's a tough one and the reason why it's so tough is because that's the the generation that we're in that's what mm-hmm. we grew up on um mm-hmm. you know you see people like you the old generation loves this oh song. wait 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 older. Wait, wait generation.
0: Okay, you better qualify because you're sitting right next to me. You better ask somebody about Gen X. <laughs> I I to talk about your generation. I'll talk okay. about... Okay, alright. You're talking about somebody else's generation. Some, Some
3: generation. other generations.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so,
3: y'all, y'all love to say, like, for example, when you got beef with somebody, you got beef at school, but when you go home, you're going to have to see that person again in real life. Mm-hmm. Now, people take their beef online. So you like you can't outrun your bully because your bully is gonna come online.
0: That's right, sis. I got him. I got him, sis. Go what ahead.
3: Do you mean me, Watch though? yourself. Doesn't need me. No, but you can't outrun your bully. Like you can't outrun your bully. Like they'll see you on. They'll see you in person, and then they'll go on Instagram or go on Snapchat or go on all these apps, and then continue to harass you. So now it's like.
0: Why you don't block them?
3: Because they'll make fake accounts. Mm-hmm and, and, and continue to do it
0: It's
4: a roach It's a roach. No, it's,
3: it's because you There's no amount of There's no like Locked amount of uh accounts. Maximum account mm-hmm. Maximum accounts That you can make Right So Say you block one of my accounts I can go make one Tomorrow And continue To go well, I block
0: your, their accounts And any other ones They create
3: No I yeah, get but that, that But
0: there's
2: are also looked at As a sign of weakness
0: Blocking accounts blocking somebody Man like I'm, I'm block, about like, I'm about that block like, button. But let me said, tell you
2: people, <laughs> people will switch that off And saying She blocked her account Because she didn't want To be accountable For what she said
0: I blocked my account Because I don't want To talk to you but,
2: was, but, but, but the internet Will say something else That you well, can't I ain't on
0: think. the internet I live in real life boo. <laughs> but
2: but, but our, that's what I'm saying Our generation <laughs> Is on the
3: internet
4: That and like Like When social media Started first coming out We were like The product of it yeah. We were so, uh, yeah. Middle school, literally middle school.
0: I was in college on social media. But you see, what I'm my... saying,
4: like we, that we were so was that
0: MySpace. <laughs> yes, it yeah, was. we had MySpace. Uh, we, we it was really MySpace, using... and it then was it was uh, it was College Club, and it was um, then Facebook, AIM, and it was it was uh, a social media. Black, black. Black people planet or something like that? Black yeah. People Black people planet? planet. Don't hate. That listen. Not, listen. I'm trying to give you all some like history. No yeah, and the commercial ran on BET. Don't act crazy. Like don't act crazy.
3: That's how <I> like <laughs> That sounds no. like black people meet.
4: But like, okay. Like, like, but, literally, like Probably. <laughs> <laughs> but literally like you were saying though, like you were in college, like yeah. you were exposed to that at like 11, 12 years old. First getting mm-hmm. phones. First getting phones. And like, you know, like middle school, I feel like to me was like one of the hardest phases in my life because mm-hmm. you're moving from elementary school to middle school and you almost have to kind of like find yourself and then mm-hmm. you have to find yourself again in high school. So then it's just like, I feel like as you're growing up with social media, doing that, obviously, you want to be liked. Obviously, you want to get those emotions that make you feel good. And then so you create social media and then you don't get that. I feel like that does something to people, especially at your young age.
3: And to add on to what she said, you got to you got to find yourself in person, but then you got to find yourself online. Right. Because some people might not like the person that you are in real life, but you going to make sure they like the person Mm -hmm. that you online. Mm -hmm. Right. Or vice versa. People might not like the person that you are online, but in person, you might be a cool dude or a cool girl. Yep, you just Just don't got got no you just don't, you just don't, you just
1: not you got the juice online.
0: Melissa, why are you frowning? What's going on? What's going (laughs) on?
1: No, I'm I'm listening, but and it, it made me think about perspective and how they were talking about they grew up with the social media and it happened when they were like 11 and 12. I didn't have that same experience. So I'm just thinking about how different it is is. (laughs)
4: well
1: because I was homeschooled so I didn't have that same experience so even when I was like although I was homeschooled I was definitely socialized I went to um, a school two days a week and then I left homeschooling and went to public school but even Mm -hmm. then I didn't have um I wasn't really exposed to social media so my first like exposure to social media was only A couple years ago so like those were not things that really impacted me um so Mm -hmm. it's really interesting to kind of to hear about the different perspectives I'm just I'm listening and
0: and what I'm hearing you say is that your mom controlled kind of the things that you were exposed to yeah definitely so are y'all saying and no shade to anybody's parents Mm -hmm. right are you saying that you guys were just kind of allowed to just peruse different sites with no type of um intervention or oversight Um, to what you were looking at
4: i definitely uh my mom was very strict on that stuff Mm -hmm. like for certain things like certain websites or whatever so like i really only had like instagram and like snapchat and i could only like and that at the time like you know you're private Mm -hmm. so like you have restrictions you can't see somebody else's account unless you like follow it Mm -hmm. so vice versa but for the most part I feel like I was definitely monitored. But still, you follow everybody that's your friends, too. Mm-hmm. So you have to think of it like that as well.
0: See, and I wasn't lying. Miss Tawana also remembers Black people. <laughs> <That's it>. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, and so are you going yeah. to answer? Um, okay.
3: I, I agree with her because I was just the Instagram Snapchat kid. Right. And because, like, Twitter wasn't out back then. I didn't then. Even have that, though. No, it wasn't out, really. Yeah, I think. It,
4: 2012.
3: Yeah, but, but nobody was really on Twitter. People right. were more on Facebook. I never got I never Facebook. Um, but when you get it, you just mostly just get it just to, to talk to your friends, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of outside of school.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and then it's just like one big like, um, just one big conversation that you have with your friends outside. Mm-hmm. And then the older you get, then you start to branch out more.
0: But when did it trans? Like transition to be something that held so much weight and and focused and and kind of uh, helped you kind of create the identity that you were forming? When did it transition from a large conversation with your friends Mm -hmm. to a place now where we're um, associating our self-esteem with a platform?
5: For me, I feel like it's when They started monetizing. Uh, oh, you took
3: the word, right out, word but- monetizing? Monetizing. Monetizing. Took the right out of my mouth. Monetizing, you took the word
5: right out of my mouth. Um, it became a bigger deal when celebrities started using it more. Um, so and then you, you had
0: access to them, yep.
5: yeah. So mm-hmm. then you start comparing your life to theirs, mm-hmm. and you know, you start seeing their their life. Um, you start seeing people making money off of it. So you mm-hmm. like, I now gotta get my likes up, now I gotta get my views up. So that's when I feel like it
3: really changed, like social media, yeah. The flexors, as we like to call them. Once the flexors got on The people that Oh man I'm 15 But I got this Lambo I can't even drive yet Or Um Uh Or like I got the people that
0: That get on social media And they in the pool With socks on <laughs> oh. <Bruh>. <laughs> <laughs> Or crazy. Y'all Y'all be in Your new Designer clothes And y'all take pictures With your hands All over your faces And oh, stuff I don't do that
5: that's But that's how, that's how That's Like when it took over Like when people Like you Bruh. said They started flexing <laughs> You know, they wanted to show their Louis belts mm-hmm. and they Louis backpacks and stuff. So it really just, like, changed how you looked at social media and how you looked at yourself.
0: So if you don't have those things and you're looking at other people portray these things
2: uh-huh.
0: and you can't get those things, how does that kind of lead to certain things that we're talking about associated with rejection?
3: You're like, what did I? where did I go wrong where I can't be where he is? Or it's like... What do age. I need? To, yeah, we're the same age. And he got all and you're just like, what am what did I what am I doing wrong?
0: Mm.
3: What is wrong with me? Um, and that's when the jealousy part comes in, too. It's like you're not you're jealous because of like you, you guys are into the same things mm-hmm. and that's something that you dream you dream of. But you see somebody that's the same age as you realize those same dreams. Allegedly. Allegedly. You know, because, because we
0: don't people- know where they got that stuff. We mm-hmm. don't know if they went and raided their parents' closet. We don't know. We don't know. Right. That's a fact. But when you see it so often, mm-hmm. it becomes part of your reality. Right. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about, you know, some some of the things you guys are saying, um, what strategies or coping mechanisms can youth employ to bounce back from rejection or build resilience in the face of setbacks?
5: I feel like it's like what um what Jalen said, it's just like it's part of life. Like you're gonna get rejected. The cute girl that you like, she's gonna tell you no, but it's a lot of cute girls out there, or it's a lot of cute men out there. Um, when it comes to professional, um, you're it's gonna be a lot of companies that tell you no, right? I graduated in May and I didn't start working BYOP till September.
0: And for the record, you didn't apply in May.
5: <laughs>
0: Don't be telling these people, look, I, I, I applied submitted applied other
5: places. <laughs> uh, and I got a lot of no's. So I just feel like no's are, like, part of life. And I feel like and we tried And how did that to...
0: impact you, though? Well, Were you about to... to give
5: up? Yeah, I, I definitely was. I just about to go work anywhere because, um, like, I felt like I needed money. But it's just, like, when they say post-graduation depression is real, it definitely is because it's, like, What am I doing wrong? It's like I feel like I'm doing everything right. But they told me
0: to play at pay all this money for this degree. They said (laughs)
5: they promised me after four years you'll get a nice job. That's not the case. And I'm Mm -hmm. and I'm applying, I'm applying, I'm looking everywhere, and everybody's saying no. So it's just like it it starts to weigh on you. Mm -hmm. They promise
3: you the American dream. And then you get out there and it's like, what is the American dream?
4: (laughs) That just sucks though, because like, you know, like. For that situation, like, whatever, like, you want to do, it's always like, oh, you need two years experience. Mm-hmm. You won't give me the experience if you're going to say no.
0: Mm, well. Yeah. Yeah.
5: It's like, it's like an endless well yeah. So I what need...
4: coping mechanisms did you
0: use to get you from May to mm. September? Because you could have gave up.
5: Yeah, I could have gave what up. What
0: did you tell yourself? How did you keep yourself going in that?
5: Well, um, it helped that I was getting interviews. Um, even though I wasn't getting a job, it, it helped. I was like seeing some kind of results. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, all right, this next interview, like it's, it's gotta be me. Like I, I'm getting it. So I just kept with that mindset that if I'm getting an interview, I'm doing something right. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to keep going some, somewhere, someplace is going to find me.
0: Yeah.
3: And then I can speak for me to your question because I just had, I literally just went through something like that because I was in a, I was in a spot where I felt myself comparing to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt myself. And that's
0: normal. Yeah. Just so, you know, I'm not trying to no, n- not normalize no, that. I, I know okay. that
3: for sure. But okay. I was in a spot where it was really starting to weigh on me bad. Like I was sitting here like, man, what am I doing? Like where, yeah. where am I going wrong? Mm-hmm. So then what I would, what, what helped me was I took a three week, No, no, no social media took a three week, no social media. And did that help you? It helped tremendously because I'm like, I had to find, okay, so who are you? Who do you want to be? Let's forget what everybody else is doing. Forget what they want you to be. Who do you want to be? And who are you? And I found that and I'm just sitting here like, you know what? I, I understand that Instagram is a detriment to what I want to be. And I need to monitor how much I'm on there, or monitor if I want to be on there at all.
0: Mm. Melissa, what do you Um, think?
1: I think that surrounding yourself with people who don't sugarcoat life experiences, um, because I think it's really hard when, especially like if you add social media into the mix, everybody—it seems like everybody is succeeding because social media isn't really a place where people post their rejections and. If they do, that sometimes also doesn't help. Social media just like in general is not extremely healthy. Uh, so I think surrounding yourself with people who don't sugarcoat their rejections and don't sugarcoat the bad things in life, but also can uplift you to find those positive things. I'm applying to colleges right now, um, and I have friends who are getting accepted and rejected. And so we celebrate all of our wins, but we also make sure that we're taking care of each other in our losses.
0: Mm-hmm, that's dope. hmm coping mechanisms what do you what do
4: you use um i definitely agree with melissa
0: put your mouth on the microphone
4: i definitely agree with melissa um i think just surrounding yourself with positive energy even in your workplace as well Mm. because if it's not a positive environment especially like where you work what are you doing because you're going to go home still Mm-hmm. in that negative mindset. I thought you were
0: saying your workplace is in a positive environment oh. I was really about to have a whole conversation <laughs> after this podcast
4: <laughs> no that's what I'm saying like surrounding yourself everywhere like yeah if you need new friends get them I did that I stopped doing a lot of stuff I used to do even mm-hmm. though it was fun cool that's not about to get me where I want to be at mm. so you definitely have to monitor things that you're doing and really kind of almost take a step back and be like yeah exactly like who do I want to be what do I want for myself so then you take those steps to do what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And I think surrounding yourself with positive friends or, you know, you got that one coworker or you got that one sibling, like it definitely helps to talk to people too. Yeah.
0: Um, And just for those of you who may be joining us right now, we are in part five of our mindfulness series. We are talking about rejection today. um, And I wanted to give you the seven steps that uh I was able to find online to cope with rejection the first one is to recognize rejection as part of life and i think that's what you said Mm -hmm. right um accept what happened so we were talking about the little post of the girl putting up Mm -hmm. you know the dm right Ah, Uh, you have to accept (laughs) (laughs) what happened um and then you have to process your emotions right right? and who you process with your emotions who you process with is super important Mm -hmm. because there's some people who who May look good to you, but are not good for you mm. um, and sometimes your your or emotions, not. if they go unchecked, can really um, expand mm-hmm. into something that you may not even have thought of at first, right but because of the influence that you have in your ear, you know it'll make something bigger than it needed to be. Or no, so no. be careful with that. <laughs> Treat yourself with compassion. That's number four. Um, five is stay healthy. I think that's mentally healthy, physically healthy, spiritually healthy.
5: I think four and five like they go together. You think they
0: go together? Yeah, I
5: think they're the most important.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, six is don't allow rejection to define you. Yeah. Um, and seven, grow from your experience. And so as as we're looking at the the ways to cope, has anybody ever taught you guys the coping mechanisms? Oh yeah. And um, Carlos wants to jump in here, but I just want actually... to know.
2: actually trying to get my two cents on the coping yeah i've learned how to take my nose like my yeses okay and the reason i say that is because um i'm at a point in life now where every rejection is an opportunity to grow Mm -hmm. because it's also an opportunity to be tested because you know it's something on the other side right so when i get rejected i always look at it i actually was excited about my last rejection because i knew what doors it would open Uh because it was a rejection that i couldn't control under no circumstances Mm. so in my relationship with my higher power i always look at where am I not, where am I not being humble? Mm-hmm. someone on the other side for me and he wants to see if I'm humble enough to accept it, but not just accept it, but maintain it. So when I accept rejection with grace, mm-hmm. humility, and I've surrounded myself mm-hmm. around like-minded individuals mm-hmm. that I aspire to be like yeah. without being jealous, they keep it raw, not cut with me. Yeah. And every opportunity to grow, I run toward that. Because it doesn't matter how old I am, I'm constantly trying to learn it. Constantly eager about stuff like that, so I take my lows like my yeses, and people look at me funny, but I appreciate that.
0: I mean, I think that's huge, right? They they say iron sharpens iron, right? And so you have to surround yourself with people who are doing more than you, or that are like minded, that aren't jealous, right? Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, um, unfortunately, we tend to um, hook ourselves to people because we've known them for a while. Mm-hmm. Right, we grew up in the same neighborhood. We went to the same schools. We tend to hook into people, regardless of what they're doing. Right, mm-hmm. we just wanna we want to show our loyalty. Right, and sometimes that's dangerous. Yeah,
3: like they say, you never want to be the smartest person in the room.
0: I I know that's right.
3: Never, because if you just not the smartest, I mean, if you're the smartest, who you can learn from?
5: What? But like like Miss Lorraine said, like you sometimes you feel like. You're obligated to like still hang with them because like we grew up with them. And it's just like mm-hmm. we can't. Like, I'm sorry, but this is just where the road stops for us.
3: I've had to do that and it it, it sucks, you know. Cause we wasn't on the they was on some different they were people that I grew up with, they're on different time than me. They the way that they was they was going right and I wanted to go left. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I wanted to better myself, they wanted to do stuff that was not
0: going. Right. Than so, me. was that you rejecting them, or were they rejecting you? In where you were trying to go next?
3: Um, I think it was both mutual at, rejection. Both, but at different points. Because mm. there was that time. There was times where I wanted to to be with them and not be with them in that in, in that aspect, but just be with them in in kinship. But they were doing things that were not what I aligned myself with. Okay. But then, once is that I left, morals?
0: And was it? They were they weren't aligned with your morals, or they weren't aligned with
2: the way that I else. wanted to live my life. Basically. I was gonna ask you yeah, real quick. were you rejecting them, or were you rejecting what they were involved with?
3: Involved with, mm-hmm. yeah. Never personal, right? No. And then once I'm left out of that situation, they wanted to come to, they wanted to come with me and better their life. But I was like, well, I have no power over. I I cannot bring you with me. You're gonna like they wanted to they wanted to change schools with me. I'm like, I can't change schools for you that's something that your parents are gonna have to do but i would Mm -hmm. love for you guys to come over here but you guys can't be doing all that stuff you were doing over there over here though
0: right right and then, in a culture that often emphasizes success and achievement how can we shift the narrative to appreciate the value of learning and growth through rejection you repeat that yep in a culture that often emphasizes success and achievement How can we shift the narrative to appreciate the value of learning and growth through rejection?
2: Mentors and family.
0: Okay. I heard mentors and family and he's
2: way away away from there. (laughs) I said mentors and family because (laughs) it's already a lack of positive individuals. Uh But at the same time, mentors and family do set a tone. Okay.
0: Okay. I'm going to put a pin in that because sometimes people don't listen to family. And their friends hold a huge influence over their life and their current decisions. Very true. And there's nothing that family can do to kind of intervene in that. So what can we do as as you know, thinking about culture, right? and the way in which we, we have been browbeating young people, you know, the time is now exercise your voice, you know, stand up to the patriarchy or whatever they be saying. (laughs) Um, Don't listen to your parents. You know, you, you are grown now. You at 18, you just go on and go, go off and do whatever you're doing. Nobody can tell you anything and that's not really a healthy way to be. And so how can we kind of change that? Melissa? And she's thinking, I see her wheels turning.
1: I don't know if I have an answer because we can say that, yeah, we want to change the culture. We want to change the ideas. We want to not necessarily emphasize rejection, but normalize it because you cannot succeed without rejection. You're going to hear many no's before you hear yeses. And I feel like we definitely need to normalize that. And the people who are, talking about all of the great things that happen, need to also talk about the negative things that happen to be able to get to those things. But how do we implement that into the culture? That's the ideal thing that we would love to see. But I don't have an answer for how we get to that. Because like you said, we have this culture that's already upstanding. How do you dismantle that if you're not doing it from the inside out? And if you are doing it from the inside out, that's only one person or that's only this group of people. This culture is not new. This has been around forever you it's really hard to dismantle systems we talk about this all the time all the time i don't have an answer
3: mm. i agree I, I agree wholeheartedly that was exactly what i was gonna say
0: you I, was gonna say it just like that not she's I, a whole poet you wasn't like saying that. it like I that, was gonna say it just
3: like that <laughs> but that was the contents that i wanted to get in there yeah because it's like like she said you can't change how black people like that's just us that's the success in because we feel like we came from the worst, so mm. now we struck. We ain't nobody gonna tell me <laughs> no no more. I done came from the worst. We, our our community done came from the worst. Mm-hmm. So now that we up, we yeah. up until. But
0: are we really up? Because a lot of this clown behavior that's being exhibited, uh-huh. um, that does not show us that we're up. Oh. That shows that there are some fools with money. Mm-hmm who get to go out there and show their entire behind and they become the representation of all black people. Mm. Yeah. And then you take that that uh, that behavior and our young people are adopting that clown-like behavior and taking it into these schools where then we have to go in and argue on behalf of families mm-hmm. when some kids may just be cutting up. Absolutely. So how do we kind of navigate through this this landscape when we know what's happening over here Mm -hmm. and we know what we're what we're tasked with doing over here and we're trying to figure out how we can kind of shift the narrative right and that's not to say that these teachers don't be cutting up on campuses either you know but our young people there's there's this behavior and I just saw another another um video out of um so, Southern California, they running up in Nike stores stealing stuff. Seen
5: yeah, it. I seen that. You know it. what I mean?
0: Now, if if law enforcement intervenes and they handle that situation like they've been known to handle it, then everybody's gonna be saying justice for so and so. But what are we doing to reject the behavior that we are seeing?
5: For me, I think I think it starts with the young the younger generations. Like I think we really have to like there there's really there really has to be people that's going to sit there and like educate them on the use of social media the mm-hmm. the positive and negative of it of what you see on social media is not real like we have to really have a conversation with the younger generation because a lot of their personality is based mm-hmm. off what they see on social media absolutely and what they see on social media they think is okay and it's some it's it's really not like a lot of the algorithm is all messed up. Like, if they see more positive things on social media, they're going to adopt more of that behavior. So I feel like we have to uh, educate them. They, I, I just feel like they don't know any better, and we really have to educate them. Now,
0: what are we educating them about? Because, again, some of this behavior, I'm, there's some kids, they know right from wrong.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Right? And so I'm not going to absolve them of their responsibility when they're doing things that we should be rejecting as a society. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, however, I'm all for sitting down and educating too. So what is it that we would be educating on?
5: Educating, educating them on the positive, um, like just being a positive individual, What you see, uh, on Instagram, the negative stuff, the fighting, the stealing that, that's going to get you in jail or dead like it has to be a really like a real serious conversation
2: come on Carlos. well let's just get graphic okay the same way you'll show somebody told the gun and acting like this show them laid out somewhere they already see it sh- sh- no they don't because uh... they don't they don't see they don't see when these kids get 130 years and not got an opportunity to come back I don't see that, they don't, but they, they see. see. You can go on. Tw- they look but, Twitter. But, like, but, but what I'm saying is, it's the same way they they would do about driving safe, right? They show you all kinds yeah, of weird crashes, yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They're not showing the flip side of the not money, as much. Of, the, of the of the flash, of the flex. The flip side of that is mental illness. Mm-hmm. The flip side of that is the grave. The flip side of that is life in prison, but mm-hmm. nobody's showing that. So, so the reality of it, which is when you put down the statistics, statistically speaking, if they know that zero point four percent. Of all of you guys are going to reach this status, Yeah. let's talk about it. Let's be real about it. Because right now, this fantasy world is being glorified by even the adults. That's right. So if grandma's shaking it, what you think <laughs> little mama's going to do? you so right. that's just the reality of it that nobody gets, is that the flip side of these people that are putting this out there, they deal with mental illness as well. They deal with rejection as well. So in a lot of times, their therapy is throwing bullshit out there and making people say, ah, uh, hey. That's bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And if you and if we're not calling bullshit, we ain't keep, we ain't giving these youngsters opportunity to grow, because it ain't cool to address mental illness. Mm. It's not cool to address addiction. It's not cool to address relationships. But it's cool to flex and say, "I need somebody to spend five hundred on me to get to know me." Well, damn, ain't that prostitution?
0: Well, yes. It can be. <laughs> I mean, but I'm just saying that
2: that's the fantasy world. Yeah. That I see. Yeah. But the reality is, I see these families. I talk to these kids. I go to these funerals.
0: Mm.
2: I went to more funerals than graduations last year. Wow. That's sad, bro. That's sad. Yeah. And these are kids I've coached since 10 years ago. I want to be able to go to more graduations than funerals in a, in a year. Yeah. I want to hug a mom and not because. ain't coming back but he's going to school he's got a scholarship he's got a grant we don't talk about that
0: no we don't we don't and i I I see you getting yeah i I live this yeah yeah
5: i would say i i wouldn't say they don't they don't know what's on the other side i think they care more about the validation instead of what's Mm -hmm. what's on the other side I think the validation from social media, the likes, the attention, the views, that holds a lot more weight than no one was on the other side. Like, yeah, I can die. I can. It's a possibility. But chances are I'm not. That's, you know, that's what they're thinking.
0: Because you, young people believe they're invincible.
5: Yeah, they, they do. But I feel like the validation part holds a lot more weight than them not knowing. I mean, them. Not knowing what's on the other side because I feel like they know what's on the other side. I do too. Yeah, I feel like they I know. don't. I
0: don't think they do. I think, I think they know the. I do think that. I think that's it's, a lot of awkward. stuff is desensitized. Yeah. Yeah. I
3: think they know, but they're just desensitized. To they it. know of it. Yeah. They know okay. of it, but they're desensitized to so, it. So it doesn't hold any weight to them. So I'm not trying to be funny, right? Mm-hmm. But
0: if everybody. Get on the microphone, sir.
2: Into, if they know what they're getting into, mm-hmm. why is everybody telling? Telling. Because if you knew what you're getting into, you would know. Keep it solid all the way through, right? Mm-hmm. So if, if they knew what they were getting to, they wouldn't be doing all that. Because they realize once they get behind the walls, ain't nobody liking their views. Because mm-hmm. they're not viewed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ain't nobody sending them money. Their little brothers and sisters is following homeboys because instead of saying, we knew that he wanted them to do this, we finna put them on though. Mm-hmm. With a sack instead of uh, making sure they get to school with no problems. And once they realize that the streets ain't what they were uh, cracked up to be, then they start getting upset and that's where the telling comes into play. If you really want to be real about it, you know, cause they already knew what you thought you signed up for is not what it is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Melissa. I know we just having a whole conversation yeah. around this table. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, and directed
2: toward nobody. No, it's no, we like, know. Like, we I know. love these youngsters out here. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I listen to them Yeah. at these parks in the middle of the night when they're talking about what they're finna go do and what type of play they finna bust. Yeah. It's, it's, and it's like, even when I see it, it's like, hey, unk, we know we we know you, you know what I'm saying, but we still gotta do what we gotta do, yeah, I gotta respect that, but that's hard, yeah, that's hard,
0: Melissa,
1: I think that they think it won't happen to them. I think you guys are like all saying the same thing that they know of it, but they have not experienced it because they are desensitized to it. they know of the tragedy because they see it on social media but that's the problem the tragedy is on social media so accessible for everyone to see that can be
0: positive Uh okay Mm -hmm. um so it looks like she's trying to say something to me um i don't know what happened you got frozen baby girl so come back in and make your point um and i think what she's saying is actually really really true because you're talking about they don't know. You guys say they do know. But what they know is based on what's on social media. Right. And sometimes that's not real life because they'll show you the ending result. They didn't show you everything that happened yeah. to get them to that point. Right. 100%. And so when you don't have somebody showing you every step, you're more you're less likely to believe that it's happening. Right. In that way. We got more young people trying to play sports in this country, more bl- young black boys being funneled into sports in this country without even telling them only a fraction of them are going to be able to make it to that level. Right. Mm-hmm. And we're we're building up these things. And when these dreams are not realized and they feel this rejection, how does that show up? How is that internalized? Right. Mm -hmm. And so we have people um, who still out in our community who, who did real well in high school. You know what I mean? But when it got to college and they got injured, they haven't been able to rebound from that because nobody is putting them on a pedestal anymore. Nobody is loving them. Nobody is catering to them Mm -hmm. making sure they got food to eat a place to be um they're not the big person on on campus anymore and we have not taught our young people how to deal with that so they do turn to things in the street right Mm -hmm. they do turn to other people who are making moves making money moves right Mm -hmm. we got young girls out here not listening to their parents like miss Tawana said not listening and getting sex trafficked How are we teaching them to reject that behavior? And Melissa's making it right back in. No problem, baby girl. Go ahead and finish your point.
1: (laughs) This always happens when I'm on a roll. I was saying that, (laughs) um, that they know of the tragedy because it's on social media, but they don't know the tragedy because they haven't experienced it. They know of the tragedy because they're seeing it and they're desensitized to it because it's on social media. And the tragedy, it shouldn't be on social media, but... There's not necessarily a positive to it being on social media, but if you see it, there are different types of people. You see it and you say, you know, I don't want this to happen to me, or you're the type of person to say, I see this and this isn't going to happen to me. And mm-hmm. someone was talking about the, the statistics and how uh, talking about like driving safe, for example, and using that as an example. If you're driving fast, you're, you're going to get into a car accident, but there are people who will get into their car and say, I'm going to drive fast. I'm going to make, this isn't going to happen to me. And me driving fast or these street takeovers that were happening in LA that were shutting down all these streets in LA were happening because this is what's getting the likes they're doing it because this is what Mm. people want to see this is what the algorithm is pushing out it's, it's pushing out this it's also pushing out those tragedies but not in a way. It's pushing out like reactions to tragedies and people talking about these things, but in a negative way it's pushing out all of the things that we should be taking as young people to say I don't want this to happen to me and just pushing it out in a way that makes them say this isn't going to happen to me because they know mm-hmm. of the tragedy but they have not experienced it and they don't know it
3: and I agree with both of you but I I, I agree with both of you but I've seen the the flip side I've seen the people who have gotten shot and it was like they wear it as a stripe of honor like a badge yeah. of honor like yeah. they like man I've seen that. I got shot seven yeah. times and I'm still out here y'all ain't Flexing gonna do nothing yeah and then they'll go on then they'll go on and talk to people that shot them. Like, y'all ain't going to spin back, though. Y'all not going
2: to finish the job. Yeah, so I've seen yeah, both yeah. sides. And, and, oh, yeah. and take what you're saying a step further. There's a lot of youngsters that already know that they're more valuable dead than alive. Because, 100%. Because, because now they're a mortar to the game. And that's the crazy part about 100%. it. Because 100%. We had, like, six different unions at DJJ. This is six different unions. About 75% of them are, are juvenile lifers, right? Yeah. So we talked to them. You know what I'm saying? It's like, let's get your at the end of the day out of the it was like 92% of these young people if they knew half of what they knew they wouldn't be doing that mm. but but at the time they were they were told and they were informed that this is something that's going to give you a certain status
0: mm-hmm.
2: mm. nothing else was talked about and these are the young people once they ever get a chance to come out that need to lead these conversations mm-hmm. because I'm I'm an old head you know what I'm saying but I connect because I listen. Yeah. I don't just listen to what they're saying. I'm listening to what their pain is telling me as well. They they wish they had another shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they felt that they were brought up and struck out before even getting a chance to swing.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got people that...
2: You
0: okay over like, there, Keela? I'm sorry. No,
2: no. She's, just, yeah,
0: she's just, <laughs> You <saying> okay?
4: That, <laughs> I'm fine. Just listen.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, and I hate to get deep, but this is my reality. I got to do every
0: day. No, and and you know, even though this show is about rejection, and it kind of took another turn because we're talking about not rejecting certain yeah. things that we yeah. probably should mm-hmm. as a society, right? And then we are talking about okay, the validation aspect of it, right? Yeah, it's a drug. It's a drug. Yep. Yeah. And and that's being part of being mindful, understanding that it's a drug, right? Yep. Yeah. And whether it's attention, validation, um, whether it's, you know, somebody embarrassing you and you having to come back harder the next time. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things that are being born out of rejection. That's why I asked you the characteristics of it, because they may not have even interpreted that what has us here is the rejection of it all. Right. When somebody wasn't nice to me, when that teacher said something negative to me, When I walked in the classroom, when my mama didn't get, I don't know the PS5 or or the uh, virtual reality that young person shot his mom and killed her Mm. because she didn't purchase the virtual reality. And then when he killed her, he went on Amazon and ordered it anyway. Right? We have too much going on, too many voices in our ear, too many influences out here that's ready to lead us to our demise, and we're not mindfully considering how we will interpret or how we will. Um, take part in that that system, right? I'm gonna remove myself from that system in terms of as, as a participant, but never as an adult ready to lead young people, right?
5: Yeah, I think I think one of the biggest problems is blind leading the blind. Ooh. Oh, like Carlos mm-hmm. said, we have people that have been through this this situation and is telling the younger generation this is how you do it when you know this is not how you do it, and mm-hmm. it's gonna be jail or death. Right. And I feel like it's blind leading the blind. It's like we have to as adults, like we have to just do better for the younger generation because I feel like if it wasn't for me going away for college. Right. You know, people get stuck in their environments. Mm. And I feel like Mm -hmm. if it wasn't for me going to college and, you know, finding out, oh, like I am seeking validation, but why am I seeking validation? Like Mm -hmm. there's like these young these young people, they're not going to be thinking like that because like they're they're stuck in their environment and they're not, um, they're, they're not forced to think in this, in this way. They're not forced to think about their emotions and their feelings. So I just feel like, like it all starts with like educating, but like the right
3: people educating. Or you hmm. get the flip side of it. You're, you're stuck in your environment, but you're not nobody in your environment. So you go to another environment and act like you're somebody that you are in your <laughs> <own> environment. <laughs> oh, no and yep. Now a whole you, new nickname. I'm dead serious. We have people, I I know people who out here, they was not like that. They go to a whole nother state. They the biggest, hardest trapper out in the state. Yeah, for sure. I'm like, we went to high school together. You was not not like
5: even that. in the state. It's people that I went to school with, AAU all year round. Yep. Almost a four 0 student, but now you're from the streets. You're hmm, not sounds like John Moran to from me.
3: From Elk Grove. I'm telling you. It's it's <laughs> you know, it's wild, man.
5: <laughs> but like again, like they're seeking that validation, the validation and it's because like they don't have that honestly, it's because they don't have that self-love and if you don't have that self-love
3: you're going to be looking mm. for that validation Bring somewhere. Bring it back. Bring it back. <laughs> Tie it all in like a bow. So,
0: <laughs> so, okay. And I had a question, but it just escaped me. Um, What can we do? What should we be doing moving forward? Yeah, I Melissa? Can... Melissa? I don't know what she did. I want to
1: say that we have to educate like the youngest children that we have before social media gets to them. I that's <laughs> what I I want to say that but at the same time if parents are giving their kids phones and unlimited access to social media when you're 8 years old, we can't even get to you before social media gets to you. If social media is raising the children, then the educators can do absolutely nothing they can do their best and try their best but social media is a drug like it was said social media is a drug and when that addiction become it when it becomes an addiction there's nothing anyone else can really do to influence that that drive has to come from within you so i don't know i want to say we have to educate the youngest children that we have
0: but can the drive come from within you if you've already hit that dopamine and, and your brain likes that? Nah.
5: You can. You can like you said
0: no, you said you can. So,
5: you can. I feel like because like if you get to a certain age where it's like, I want better from me. You're gonna you're gonna reach out to people, you're gonna surround yourself with like more positive people that's gonna push that narrative out. I feel like this this is the thing, right? We need less yes men and we need more people to be held accountable. But
0: are they going to listen? That's the problem. For some reason, and I know you want to jump in here and I'm going to let you. Mm-hmm. Um, Today's kids,
5: they, y'all know a lot.
0: <laughs> they know a lot. They don't want to listen to nobody. They, they, they in charge of their own futures. They don't understand that because they are minors, their parents will be held responsible for any foolishness that they do. Yet they're still doing it. And they're putting it on social media like it's funny. Yeah. And we need to reject that. But come on, Jalen. So
3: I like what you said, but what happens when the rejection hits? When they're trying to do better for themselves? Mm. They're going to revert back to what they know and their habits.
0: What kind of coping skills are we putting out there? Yep. How are we teaching our young people to deal with rejection? Because it's coming. Yeah. That's inevitable. It's going to happen. So how can we start to prepare Melissa said, "We need to talk to kids younger and younger. How are we going to prepare them for
3: rejection?" I don't know because it's it's Sheila. Be thinking, I'm
0: coming to you next because you've been real quiet. (laughs) And I wanted to. And we running out of time, so come on, come on. Um,
3: I don't know because it's like if we go younger and younger, a lot of these younger people are looking up to these social media influencers, like even YouTube, for example. These YouTubers, YouTube, these these YouTubers. I've (laughs) been seeing kids
0: in church on YouTube. Yep. These
3: YouTubers show you what they want you to think is funny. They they do what's for the views too. So a lot of these kids, when they're younger, take the 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 personality of these YouTubers mm. and they'll take the negative side of their personality, knowing they're not even like that. So it's 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 very you know, tough. It's Maybe
2: too. yeah, mm-hmm. I realize that about any influencer. Mm-hmm. There's one person that has a negative spin and one person that has another. Spin. Yeah, absolutely. I always trip on that. Absolutely. Yeah, I always trip on that. That's man, like wow maybe
3: Kila.
5: it's the sorry let me one more point maybe it's maybe Get the it's microphone, the microphone
0: keila yeah.
5: maybe it's the point to push out positive um things on social media like a positive algorithm because like my social media is like all comedy and, and all positive you mm-hmm. know so i feel like they we have to like somehow some way push a, a more positive algorithm but I don't know
0: how. I just know. Well, y'all in charge of our posts, so be pu- putting more positive out but thing.
1: Know, is the positive algorithm going to make money? No, sir.
0: Well, we're not making money with this, and yet we're still talking. Shout no, no, out to no, no, the No, no, she's no it's not about that.
1: Company. Yeah, I company. yeah. I understand. <laughs> yeah. Are those positive things going to make money? If there has to it's going to be like a really abrupt change or it has to be slowly inserted into the algorithm or it's not going to work because now as we talked about it at the beginning everything's monetized what's going to make the most money is what's being pushed out into the algorithm what's going to get the most likes is being pushed out into the algorithm because that in turn is going to make the most money
4: mm-hmm. hmm. keila can you repeat the question one more time? <laughs> i have an answer no i have an answer i just need I'm what just... do
0: we need to do to change certain mm-hmm. things how it's being perceived now. I don't remember the original question. Okay, Maybe right. somebody that's else can like help something me.
3: about It was something about how do we change the, the what's cool coming up right now and let them know that rejection is like
0: normal.
4: Something um, like that. I feel like definitely be in the community mm. and grab people that did go through that lifestyle and like really preach to these people. So like have more community events, have more people's like... That went through it, sponsor and like, you know, just tell their stories, whether it's like an hour that person speaking their whole story and like doing all that. And then there's questions after just being out there. Again.
0: So a to- a storytelling series.
4: Kind of something mm-hmm. like that. Just, okay. I feel like that definitely would be beneficial, especially if it's like an ongoing person mm-hmm. or like you switch often or whatever. Mm-hmm. I feel like that could definitely get put out and then keep posting it. Put the uh, positive algorithms out there while still being in the community and doing that.
0: I love that. Um, I'm going to say, just for everybody listening, limit your social media intake. Mm. What I heard you say is that enabled you to kind of clear out some of the noise so that you could develop a plan of how you were going to move forward. And I have to say, every time I take a break off of social media, I feel 100 times better. And I don't know why, but I feel a hundred times better because I'm not seeing everything all the time, bit by bit, you know, worried about this and that. And, Mm -hmm. you know, all the the stuff Sean King's posting about Palestine, that stuff, it wears on you. It wears on you and it influences your personality. It influences um, the amount of energy you have to get through your day. Mm -hmm. So limit social media intake, Mm -hmm. um, limit and reject this negativity that we're Mm -hmm. seeing we're not we're not going to cheer this foolishness on yeah like although we see people running in stores understand that every city may be different and somebody may get hurt or killed mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that's not cute putting your little girls on social media and watching them twerk that's not cute yeah that's not so we have to start rejecting there's good rejection and bad rejection mm-hmm. right we got to stop rejecting some of this foolishness I and we agree. have run out of time we are six minutes over so we're gonna hit y'all with a peace sign we will see you next week right here we will talk triggers um and that should be another great discussion we are black versus the board of education peace out whole mood baby